Travis. I'm cringing. Nah, I don't cringe. It's a simple question. Have you got a listening presentation? Do I? Yeah. In my head. Okay. Most people. Okay. So do you, would you agree that right now is probably one of the best times to actually go back and take a look at that presentation? Huge. Great. I'm so glad you asked that. Okay. Yes. Um, you barely needed a listing presentation for like the last two years. Correct. Guess what is the most important thing in the next two years? Well, a great right listing now, presentation. Your presentation. Yeah. yeah the, so. the moment's coming, folks. People will yeah. be calling to put their homes on the market. And they're going to want someone that can help them get their homes sold. Yep. Because we're, what, 74 days, average days on the market right now in Orange yes, County? Yes, sir. So people still have a mentality of 10 days. And they're wondering why it's taking so long. So you've got to sell them, tell them what you're going to do, convince them that you're the person for them to get the job done. So I bet our answer is going to be different to this next question. Where does your listing presentation start? Where does my listing Terry say? It starts with preparation. Okay. Did I catch you off guard? No. <laughs> I think that there's so much pre preparation. As a matter of fact, in my class yesterday, I said that. 80% of a listing presentation is in the preparation. Okay. And by that, I mean prepping, right, valuation. Okay. Which is the one thing that is the least static in any mm -hmm. listing presentation, right? Correct. Because most of it is stuff that we put together and we're going to use over and over again because it's our plans and our systems and things that we've built. But also is, who am I selling to? Okay. Who is this person? What can I glean about them? to give me the advantage in this listening presentation. And I just got to go back to my favorite saying. Uh, oh boy, now I'm forgetting my favorite saying. Uh, interested is interesting. Okay. That's how you create the glue. Okay. So when you go in prepared with tons of knowledge on valuing that property to have a really good conversation and be able to show people why this home should be priced where it should be priced. Okay. Knowing your client extremely well so that you know who you're selling to and you do it in the right manner. Mm -hmm. You don't want to show up at an engineer's house and bring a bunch of flowers to woo them. You right, know? right. You don't want to go into a socialite's house and bring a three-inch book full of statistics to woo her. You got those backwards. <laughs> one works for one, one works for the other. And so we can't always get it right. We're not always going to have that information, but too many times we're able to get that information and have a better shot. And then if you can get your competition's information as well, so, then you can prepare to knock them down. So believe it or not, you actually went in the direction that I was, I was thinking, because I, I, I thought our answers were gonna be different, but I'm gonna ask the question this way. How do you get the information about the people as far as preparing? As in the prospect? Mm-hmm. Uh, internet. Okay. Social media. Search, 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 see what you find. And that was the point that I, I wanted to bring to everybody. Personally, I think that your listing presentation starts long before getting prepared, long before putting anything in writing, and long before searching anybody else. Your listing presentation starts with, what the heck do you look like online? Because guess what? Just like you're gonna look them up to see what you can figure out, they looked, I can almost guarantee you, they looked you up 
and they are preparing for you the same way you're preparing for them. So I start, I, I would argue that we have to take a look at our listing presentation starting with what does it look like when they Google us? Yep, 100%. What do we do? I, hey, you should go use this person, Nestor. They're fantastic. I think they'll be good for the issue you're yep. having right now. First thing you do, boom. You're going to Google them. Yes. I just had this experience. Someone said, here, I'm going to refer you to this person. I went to their website, and I was like, ay, ay, ay. I, this doesn't make me comfortable. Exactly. You know? They had a website. They had reviews that were all clumped together from like two years ago mm -hmm. when in that moment they decided, oh, I need to get some reviews, and they never thought about it again. And then there was a blog on it, yep. and the last entry was from 2013. And I'm laughing because I was, I was looking at some, you mentioned, know your competitors and look, look them up and also have an idea of who they are. And I was looking mm -hmm. at some of the competitors um, for some of the agents, and that was one of the first things I noticed. Oh yeah, a lot of reviews. And I'm thinking, okay, but yeah, let's, act, let's put my consumer hat on when I'm in a consumer mindset, really what's gonna happen in these reviews. And so I clicked on the reviews and started reading them. And there was like the first 15 were all from within a week of each other. Okay, so what's that really telling me? Is it telling, it's telling me that they put an effort into going out at some point and getting reviews. Well, guess what? They also say how long ago they were. So you put that effort, in this, this case, it was several years ago that they put a big effort into getting reviews and Fantastic, if I just look at the number, they had a, I don't remember, it was like 60-something or 70-something reviews, I don't remember the number. But when you click on it, none of them were from the past like two years, two and a half years. So what's the real message I got there? And I think that that's important for us to understand that people are looking at these things, people are judging us on these things, and people are making decisions prior to us even showing up. And the real question is, is what can I do so that I'm putting their mind at ease when I do show up or when you show up, that they are comfortable <clears throat> to look at that, what you're presenting, because they have confidence in who you are because of what they've seen online. That's my two cents. And before you point anything out, like maybe it's a competitor or something, mm -hmm. and you're trying to get an advantage, some people are comfortable with that, some aren't, is don't say, see how they do this? This isn't very good. Right. Without already having checked you know, your <laughs> own presentation. I hope it's oh. a, here's what theirs look like, here's what mine looks like, so you know already. <laughs> because if you go after someone for something and they find out they're gonna look at you and they're gonna come look at all your presentation, and if you're short anywhere, Correct. it's gonna get pointed out as well. So get your own house in order before you start trying to poke holes in somebody else's presentation. Absolutely, and, and it's really more about being prepared. You know, a, a consumer asks you, well, what do you do about, example, I, I hear this one often, you know, tell me about your marketing and do you, you know, do you take a video of the interior of the property? Almost everybody does that now, does an interior video. So that's important to the consumer. But the real question is, is how many people are seeing it? That's the real question. 
although they didn't ask it. Yeah. And I think that's important. And if you know that your consumer's online as well, and they're saying yes to that answer, but you know that there's no traction online for them, that's something that can be pointed out um, respectfully. Of yeah, it is important to, you know, have that YouTube video of your of the interior of your property and things like that. But what's more important is that people are actually seeing it. And this is what I'm doing to make sure people are seeing it. And you know, you had mentioned I'm competing against such and such. I'm familiar with them too. But this is something you may want to investigate and compare apples to apples. So uh, going down the road, I'm going down the rabbit hole, getting into my listing presentation. <laughs> so I think one of the other things you should have in your listing presentation, especially if you ask the question of, are you interviewing more than one person? And they say yes. They ask you if you have this one in the listing presentation. Fantastic. I put together a list for you of all the things I think you should probably want to ask the other. So help educate the consumer on the things that should be important for them to ask. And some of their questions that they're asking might <coughs> make, and are those questions hard? Of course they're hard. I want them to be hard. <laughs> so. It's not a test for me. It's a test for somebody else. Exa well, also helps you prepare. Yeah, well, yeah, you're yes. going to have answers. They're going to look at that and they're going to say, oh, I should be asking this. And they may ask you, what do you do in this particular situation or this particular case? And you'll be prepared for that. So listen Love to the it. presentation. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I think the most important thing is value proposition. Yes. Like, what is it? What am I paying for? Mm -hmm. Why are you worth what you're asking for? If you can't explain your value, then you can't ask your value. Right. I had that conversation the other day with an agent asked me that because that was the objection that came up. They were saying I cost too much and I looked at them and I said, why are we talking about cost? This is an investment that that homeowner is making in you to sell their property. So you've got to work and the language has got to change from cost to investment because really what they're doing is the truth is, is that they're making an investment in you and really what's the return on that investment. And when we look at it that way, everything changes. Yes, sir. I'm throwing some, throwing some role play into this, too. <laughs> <laughs> Objection handling 101. Anyway, listing presentation. I think that the bottom line is, is if you haven't got a listing presentation, you should have one. I think if you do have one, um, now is more important than ever. Dust that thing off, go through it, and make sure you know that inside and out. I think one of the, one of the things that I hear so often people, oh, but it's a canned presentation. Yes, it is a canned presentation, but don't misunderstand the true meaning of a canned presentation. That's knowing your presentation from beginning to end mm -hmm. so that when Travis comes to me and says, this is important to me, I know my presentation so well that I can go to the parts that are important Boom. to him yep. and not be the person that's sitting in front of them. Well, wait a minute, we got to go in order because that's the only way I know it and they don't want 90% of that information. So, yes, have a canned presentation and know that thing inside and out. Rather have more information than you need than to be missing something that you know you had but you chose not to put in your presentation. Absolutely. Yeah, you've got, um, you've got to consult with the sellers. You've got to listen more than you speak and take notes. Okay, so I understand. Tell me, tell me if I understand this correctly. What's important to you, Mr. Nestor, is ch -ch 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 exactly. and reiterate what they said to you. Wonderful. All right. Pull out the presentation. 
of 60 pages. Mm -hmm. They had four questions. How many pages are we going to? About four. About four. <laughs> exactly. About four. Maybe six. <laughs> in case you have two, two pages on one of those subjects. But yeah, you're going, you're going to four tabs in there, absolutely. That's my two cents on listing presentations. Me too, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone wants listings. When you say that, oh, God, yes, I wish they I had do. listings. Listings are the best. If you don't have the simplest thing to get a listing, a listing presentation, and then you're woefully behind in achieving your goal. Yes. I'm going to say this, this as well. Sometimes in understanding your audience, sometimes a listing presentation, I've gone into listing appointments with no listing presentation. I've gone in with a simple notepad and a pen and paper. In this, in this case, you know, I know. So Travis is saying, huh. Shame on you. I got a phone call, and here was, here's how the phone call went. The phone call said, I'm interviewing five agents. Fantastic. I asked the question, what number am I? I ended up being last. Fantastic, which is where I wanted to be. And I walked in with a pen and paper. And here was my listing presentation. You've gone through four presentations. You've heard it all. Tell me what I can do for you. What is it that you need? And let's see if that's something I can do. They spoke for the next 30 minutes. I'm looking for this, I'm looking for this. This is what went wrong in one of the presentations and I didn't feel like this and I didn't feel like and I'm writing all this stuff down. I got the listing. But you weren't prepared to rebut it, you know? Well, based on what you're telling me, let me just show you a few of the things that I can do for yes. you. Well, don't get me wrong. I had my presentation with me. I just didn't pull it out. Got it. Yes. It the most was... important tools you had with you yes. were a notebook, yeah. a pen, in a set of ears. Correct. And a listing contract. You'd be amazed how many people don't go to a listing presentation with a, with, and they go with no contract. So, or the ability to, to put a contract uh, together right there on the spot. You'd be amazed how many people go to a listing presentation without a contract. Yep. So. That's a horrible feeling. You're on pins and needles until you can get that signed. Think of it this way. Everything goes perfect and they look at you and they go, okay, we're ready, what's next? Exactly. Uh, me coming back? <laughs> yeah. Let me get that to you. <laughs> yeah. What are the chances that they make another phone call or something happens or another agent that they interviewed happens to call back right after you leave and all of a sudden something changes? Yes. Tell me that doesn't happen. So, yes. Always have your contract with you or the ability to put one together right then and there. So. All right. All right, people. Go get them. Yes. Like and subscribe. Comment down below.